What do you do on Sundays? We talk about Kate Blanchett, the acting, the costumes, the awards, but mostly the Blanchett of it all. Oh, oh I'm not acting. <laughs> you think this is a love affair? I saw you, Erica, meeting in the middle. This is Sundays with Kate, and I'm your host, Mortada El Fadl. Welcome to Sundays with Kate, the podcast series about the films of Kate Blanchett. Well, we have come to the end. This is our last episode. And today I will try to put a final bow on the whole project and tell you why I started it and what I learned from the over 50 podcast episodes that I did talking about the filmography of Kate Blanchett. But first, some thank yous. I owe my gratitude to many people who joined me on this project. Of course, first, you, my dear listeners, who kept the project going through a little more than two years. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank everyone who rated and reviewed the show. I want to thank those kind listeners who supported the show, those who emailed and commented, those who liked and shared the podcast on social media. And the podcast is not going anywhere. It will still live on all listening platforms, and we will keep SundaysWithKate.com going too to host all this work. So if you haven't yet rated or reviewed us, you can do that right now on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Give the podcast a five-rate review, and I appreciate hearing your feedback. So comment away or send me an email at sundayswithkate at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at sundayswithkate. And of course, I owe my thanks to my fabulous guest hosts, those wonderful friends who are so generous with their time, their insights, their humor, and their intellect who made this show very special by joining me to talk about Kate Blanchett and her films. For those who joined me from the beginning when this was just the germ of an idea, and those who graciously agreed to come on as the seasons went on and the podcast became more well-known. And of course, especially for those who came back more than once. Without each and every one of you, this podcast would have been nothing. Thank you. So why did I embark on this project? If you have listened a few times to this podcast, you know why. Just as I was falling in love with movies, Kate Blanchett appeared on screen in Elizabeth, and she became my favorite actor. I was flabbergasted by that performance, by her mesmerizing presence on screen. So years later, after I have been writing and podcasting about movies for a few years, I decided to launch this podcast project to dig into her filmography, and to try and find new insights into her work. What have I learned about Kate Blanchett in the time that I have been working on this project? It goes without saying that she has the range. Yes, we can even use the shorthand that's been used many times. She could play both Elizabeth I and Bob Dylan and everyone in between. But I think what distinguishes her performances is a certain elusivity, which is very different from being called an opaque. She's never those things. When I say she's elusive, I mean that you can never completely figure out all her characters. She can be really emotionally present, sometimes even open-woundedly present, 
like in Blue Jasmine. But there is always something beyond the character's emotional truths that she keeps to herself. She doesn't show all her cards, which is why I like to go back and watch her performances over and over. With every new watch, there's something new, a different layer to discover. Blanchett is also someone who's not afraid of sharing the spotlight and is not afraid of taking roles where she's not the focus, as evidenced by the many supporting roles that we have discussed on the podcast. One of the other things that I really like about Kate Blanchett performances is that she is aware of how she's framed, what her silhouette on screen looks like, and uses everything in her toolbar to make an impression. Yes, like all the great actors, her face is everything, but she complements her expressive face by using her whole body and how it's framed to telegraph emotions and captures the audience's attention. Another thing I love about Kate Blanchett performances is all the gestures she makes. She's the queen of gestural acting. Go back to our very first episode where we talked about Elizabeth and in, and we talked about that scene with the bishops where she's trying to convince them to come to her side and the way she uses her hands or cocks her head to make a point. So many gestures. Look at Carol, that scene with, between her and Sarah Paulson, the clasping of the arms behind the back, signifying the deep friendship between Carol and Abby, another gesture. Another gesture that we talked about in the podcast is the two-finger salute. We first mentioned it in the Carol episode about the influences and inspirations with my guest host for that episode, Izzy from Be Kind Rewind. And she said that in that scene where Carol is leaving with Therese and saying and and saying goodbye to Therese's boyfriend, she does the two-finger salute sort of mockingly. And maybe the inspiration there was Marlena Dietrich, who used a similar gesture in one of her movies. But then when that episode was released, I heard on Twitter from a few listeners that that two-finger salute was used by Kate in subsequent movies in Where You Go, Bernadette, and in Truce. So it is actually a trademark Kate Blanchett gesture. So the next time you're watching a Kate Blanchett performance, pay attention to her gestures, because those will tell you a little bit more about the character and a little bit more about the story. One of the things that I really loved about doing this podcast is that it deepened my admiration. Talking with different people about these movies, about these performances, really deepened my understanding of them. And I learned so many things and new insights. And I'll just share a few. You know, in the episode where we talked about Blue Jasmine with Matthew Eng, he said something that sort of stuck with me. He said that Kate Blanchett is somebody who is not afraid of acting. She's an actor who's not afraid of acting. And that really stuck with me. And as I watched more of her performances and, and talked to different people, that is one insight that I go back to. <laughs> Another one that stuck with me is in the episode where we talked about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Gavin Meeva said, Kate sure likes a wig and an accent. And this is something that now I always think about whenever I'm watching any of her performances. She really does like a wig and an accent. 
I really enjoyed talking about how Blanchett pays homage to the actresses of the golden age of Hollywood. I always saw her Lady Tremaine in Cinderella as a direct homage to John Crawford. There are echoes of both Marlene Dietrich and Ingrid Bergman in The Good German, but I was pleasantly surprised when listeners and guests brought their own comparisons with names like Lauren Bacall or Deborah Carr. These are the types of conversations and interactions that made doing this podcast a constant supplier of joy for me. And of course, talking with different people, different smart people will influence me and maybe change my opinion a little bit on things that I thought I knew. For example, I really dismissed Ocean's Aid in the beginning as sort of fluffy and not a very good film. But when I talked with Kate Halliwell about it, and also because so many other guests have brought it up as an example of Sandra Bullock being one of Kate's best screen partners. They mentioned the chemistry between them, that wonderful chemistry. All of these conversations made me reassess, and now I'm firmly in the camp that loudly wants Ocean's Nine. Where is it? Let's have it. Another movie I found an appreciation for is The Aviator. Digging into that performance in that episode where I talked to Manuel Betancourt, I found the heart and the pesos that have always been there, in addition to the perfect mimicry of Catherine Hepburn. So that's another film that my opinion on changed, and now I consider it perhaps one of the top Kate Blanchett performances. So if you're new to the podcast and ask me, well, where do I start? Which is a question I was asked when I was guesting on another podcast this month. I don't know. I am biased. I will say listen to all 50 plus episodes, but maybe start with the miniseries. We did three episodes on Blue Jasmine where we dug deep into that movie, which is Kate Blanchett's Oscar winning performance. It is considered one of her best, if not the best performances. We also did another mini series about Carol and we had four episodes about Carol where we talked about everything from why Kate was perfect for the part of Carol Earth to the cultural impact of the movie to the influences and inspirations behind it. So there is another entry for you if you are new to the podcast, but obviously I wholeheartedly recommend all of our episodes. Another one that you can listen to, maybe if you are into old Hollywood, is The Good German and my conversation with Megan McGurk. I think Heaven and The Man Who Cried are two great conversations about two fantastic performances that should be talked about more. So if you have not seen those movies, go watch those movies and come listen to the podcasts about the, about Heaven and The Man Who Cried. I hope this short podcast episode about why I did this podcast series and what I learned was interesting. But I mainly wanted to do this to put a bow on this project, to end it, to give it a finale. And mostly, I wanted to do it to thank everyone who listened, who wrote, who commented, who shared, and of course, my guests who gave me their insights and their humor and who made this special. So again, thank you for staying the course. And until we meet again, maybe there will be another podcast, but I will continue 
to write and podcast about culture and film. And as usual, you may find me on Twitter at me underscore says and follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Sundays with Kate or at Sundays with Kate 